0: You're listening to a Big Finish production. Boldly going where no podcast has gone before. Allegedly. This is the Big Finish Podcast
1: traveling at Warp 9, Captain. Stardate 8th of July, 2018
0: points in any direction. Steady as she goes, Mr. Briggs. Benji. Benji Clifford here, welcoming oh. you to another Pack. Big Finish podcast, bulging with audio drama goodness and some classic <laughs> Doctor Who monsters. Oh, oh look! Is uh, is Nick Briggs? Hi, Nick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello to you all. Laughing like a fool.
0: Uh, you're so welcome.
1: Uh, coming up in this podcast, we go behind the scenes with Hour of the Cybermen, our upcoming sixth Doctor story, co-starring classic '80s cyber maestro David Banks, and we drama tease you with the first thrilling 15 minutes of torchwood one machines featuring none other than botan himself and his it's Whatever gender Votan might be. Pesky war machines totally redesigned.
0: smashy-washy-woo-wah. And (laughs) all your regular favourite features will be here too. In a moment, the latest releases rounded up for you. Then it'll be time for the Big Finish News, listeners' emails with competitions, uh, and, of course, uh, no podcast would be complete without the Randomoid Selectatron. So, brace yourselves. Here are the latest releases. The most efficient killer in Europe is not the one you were expecting. Yes, Callan, our chilling spy thriller series, is out there. And people are rather loving it. Can I carry those for you?
2: They're not heavy, just paper, just old files.
3: And every one of them a life. A life in colour coding. White, yellow, blue...
2: And red. David, don't forget the red files.
4: I hadn't forgotten. But the red ones aren't for life, they're for death. You
1: didn't say it was a spry series this time, which I'm very glad about. <laughs> it's a sprite
0: series, actually. It's uh, Sprite? <laughs> no, so there's actually a shortage of carbonated drinks, so um, it uh, would not yeah. be available if, it, if that was the case. Um,
1: uh, yes, we are cult, says of Callan The section's finest killer Together with Lonely, Hunter, Mears and Liz Is resoundingly back Big Finish have played a
3: blinder Oh, that's a lovely that's review, isn't it? That one, isn't it? I know theatre tickets are pricey, Hunter But this is going to be one hell of an expensive night out Time is the most valuable commodity there is, Callan
1: No money in the world can buy sufficient this Learjet allows us to save a little bit of it
0: that's all we've got Blocker. who here uh, who says engaging scripts expert directing perfect performances complemented by brilliant sound design and music make this first volume of Callan essential listening to everyone interested in the spy thriller genre in any way
1: oh yeah sorry uh, I suppose I was meant to read that one out but you, I'll read this oh, one dear, that you were yeah, meant to read sorry, out, yeah. sorry it's my, that's my uh, no no I don't know I, got, I just paused like I expected you to carry on and so you dutifully did because oh. you're a very uh, obliging fellow well, uh,
5: uh, what can i say I mean, <laughs> <laughs> a bit of bonhomie uh, uh, uh,
1: one word not? to describe this set says the unmutual superb mitchell has got the pacing of his adaptations totally in tune with the original series there's also some other stuff actually that uh, that was rick Davy from the the unmutual he said some other nice stuff that i might be able to quickly quote... Uh, which I put on the website and then Paddy took it all down um, <laughs> I don't know why I don't what's the matter with him uh, one of the best things that big finishers have ever done a sublime piece of work more please the highest possible praise must lie with Ben Miles excellent and assured as Callan and Nicholas Briggs ah I see this is why he took it down who is astonishingly good as Hunter Hey. <laughs> uh, Mitchell has got the pacing of his adaptations totally in tune with the original series Mitchell has his father's gift of taking us into Callan David Callan bleak world and keeping us there utterly absorbed and immersed wow
3: some sustenance at least i'll have a sandwich doctor david what the devil are you doing i could have you disciplined for assault listen hunter the food may have been poisoned i think we're at risk you are at risk my orders say that that should never happen never but it is happening and if you die i'm to blame but seriously no buts hunter i need to know what it is you've got me mixed up in i need to know now
0: moving on now goodbye Piccadilly our latest torchwood adventure andy wake up uh,
6: norton oh my god what the hell
7: are you doing in my bed
0: oh <coughs> yeah the cough of rassilon there
1: from doctor who watch.com some stories make you nostalgic for the past james goss reminds you why change can definitely be a good thing is that change like you keep in your pocket
0: like, definitely sort of well you claims. know c- you cut the 20ps you don't know it's there yeah. great you got a ca- taxi fare you know it's,
1: <laughs> it's, who knows Doctor Who Watch continues once again With Goodbye Piccadilly We get another reminder of why the Torchwood audios are so brilliant The series is so effective at mixing both light humour And gritty realism with big sci-fi concepts in equal measure Goodbye Piccadilly is a perfect example of this That plus Big Finish have been brilliant at using Andy That's old uh, Sergeant Andy and Tom Price In a far greater way than the TV series ever did Another fantastic episode
6: Andy you're alive. I'm so
0: sorry. Here, have some tea. Thanks. Oh, my head. What am I wearing? And overall, I dressed you. Indie Mac user says, This release just shows the diversity of types of torchwood you get with a big finish. It says here, a bigger finish. A bigger finish. Um, <laughs> a bigger finish. <laughs> uh, yes, you get the epic, huge story releases with everyone ever uh, in Torchwood involved and a great new Torchwood crew. But sometimes you just want a fun romp of a chase story through the streets of 50s London. You get this here, 9 out of 10.
6: Also, there is the small matter of Alexis. Don't think I've forgotten about that.
3: He means nothing to me, baby. Norton, you're breaking my heart. Good.
1: Oh, well, there's four stars from Cult Box. Once again, Samuel Barnett sparkles with charm as Norton, whose loyalties remain gloriously open to question, while Tom Price entertains the Put Upon Every Man. Oh entertains as the put upon every man who is utterly out of his depth for the most part. Among the guest cast, Lucy Sheen puts in an entertaining big performance as the enterprising gangster Fat Kim, and Wilf Scolding is hilarious as the artist Alejandro um by the way lucy sheen i'm pretty i didn't i wasn't at the recording of this but i'm pretty certain i was at drama school with her isn't that weird
0: we would have seen her
1: for like you know 40 years uh, with the cast clearly up for a further adventure and a couple of threads left hanging we can only wonder where this hilariously mismatched couple might end up next
8: And you can stay up there until you've sorted out that pigsty.
0: Doctor Who short trips, the siege of Big Ben. Cult Box here says, uh, This short trip is a 30-minute slice of perfection in the company of one of Doctor Who's most vivid characters.
8: All barrel shoes off if you don't mind. We've just had the floors repolished.
0: The Bad Wilf podcast says, I don't think
1: I'll ever get tired of saying Bad Wilf. Bad, <laughs> Bad Wilf. Love it. <laughs> Bad Wilf. The script is sharp, the direction is smooth, and David Rucroft's sound design is inspired. All in all, The Siege of Big Ben is a story about love, loss, and the difficulties that come with moving on. You feel all of these things whilst listening. Camille Kaduri oozes charm and instantly reminds you why we all love Jackie Tyler. This world is waiting for further exploitation, and I hope this leads to some full cast adventures. 10 out of 10 thoroughly
0: modern cashier number five please when you hear the beep that's supermarket sweep um <laughs> don't know why i don't know why i said that actually
1: um, i love the fact that you said it though
8: come on through i'll make us a cuppa oh it's thursday let's open a cheeky vino Seems silly chatting in the kitchen when we've all this space, but I like it in here. Oh, you should have seen my old flat back in my universe.
0: Well, you know, it's, 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 you did the cashier number five. I thought supermarkets. Mm, mm, thought, yeah, good mm. old Dale. Uh, yes, I was
1: thinking of the post office, not the. Uh,
0: well, you know, the, Nick, the that's, that's, the, that's the beauty of uh, independent thought, isn't it? Everybody thinks <laughs> differently. You know, it's.
1: I do not. <laughs>
0: Yes, well, we know you You. You do not, yes, we, we, we,
1: yes. I simply obey.
0: I exist, therefore I am. <laughs> anyway, sorry, what bit, were you saying? That's a bit, out, bit outlandish <laughs> for somebody without free, free thoughts, that's hard to say. Oh um, yeah, so Thoroughly Modern reviewer here says, The Siege of Big Ben is a short trip that just really worked. Joseph Lidster's writing and Camille Kaduri's performance combined to make a memorable, engaging, original and genuinely moving story. It's only 30 minutes and absolutely leaves you wanting more from both Jackie and the Metacrisis Doctor. And luckily we're getting another short trip featuring the two of them in just a couple of months. That's right,
1: Journey into Hull.
0: Yeah. Ooh, exciting. Uh, I'm surprised at how much I like this story, and I'm really glad it exists and that I listened to it. Five out of five ones. Whiz!
1: And it's interesting that the reviewer also said that they don't normally listen to single-voice stuff from Big Finish. They only want the, the drama. And it's interesting to, you know, when you've got a great reader, like all the short trips, great readers, You they they create all the other characters and these are good as, as lovely little slices of excitement
8: oi zip it and make that noise stop it's giving me a migraine <sighs> thank you now doctor can you just remember that we live here Not here in Big Ben, obviously, but here in this universe.
1: And don't forget, Jenny, the Doctor's daughter, still out there and still loved. Catch up with her soon.
0: star cops getting a lot of love uh, brilliant reviews and loads of social media praise too go on get your spacesuit on and whoosh off into orbit for some zero gravity high stakes crime drama
1: also a lot of love for the second doctor companion chronicles box set i mean we told you about that last week and dark shadows brilliant stuff too much to go into detail here But get to bigfinish.com and
0: fill your boots. More latest releases, reviews, same time next week. Time now for the ruddy news. Rather, oh boy. Button up, it's going to be a blinder. Coming up... Class, uh, full cast drama from Doctor Who TV spin-off, uh, The Time War II featuring the Eighth Doctor, Hour of the Cybermen, Lady Christina and Jeremiah Bourne. So yes, Class, out in August. We played you a
1: trailer last week. Hey, here is another one.
2: Please don't tell me you know the Doctor. Yes, you too. Yes, he's a pain and not to be relied on. Yep.
1: She knows him. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Class, Volume Two.
2: Reagan Harper. Oh, just a moment. Oh, hey, April.
8: Do you want to talk? Please, it's, it's too much. I want to go home.
3: You're bonkers. I kind of like it.
9: stop. <laughs> Mike me? <laughs> alert, alert, dangerous organic compound detected. Please, if you kill me. Rodia, all of it was for nothing. Run! Obviously. <laughs>
1: Big finish. We love stories.
0: Now you know Time War 2 is out this month, starring Paul McGann as the Eighth Doctor, with Raki Thakra as Bliss, and good old Nicholas Briggs as the Daleks, or as I like to not call them, the Daleks. Um, I actually worked on this one as well, funnily enough. Um, It's really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I love doing the the Doctor Who stuff, obviously. I'd be a fool. I'd be a fool fool. to say uh, otherwise. But um, there's some really smashing stories in this one. Lots of kind of very sort of contrasting things in it story-wise so you've got sort of four phantasmagorical stories of utter joy it's really
1: the the ogrons are in it as well it is
0: yes played by john coleshaw which is just great fun you got you got yourself you know ogrons and jungle planets uh it's i I, you know yeah one of the fun things for this one is um i went down just for a day in the studio and um I, who would walk through the door to be in I think it's episode three but it was Victor Maguire who played Ron Wheatcroft in uh, Good Night Sweetheart. I absolutely love that comedy series and that, that particular mm. character Ron is has a bit of like uh, in, in my friend circle down here we're always quoting and, and ribbing and, and basically about this character Ron because we just think he's so funny and so it was this utter moment of just surreal uh, shock when, when I saw him coming out I was just like oh my god it's like this is like... It's, it's bloody, bloody Ron. And I, it was one of those situations where I, I, I never... I would have loved to have let on to him that he was sort of the centre of this great group of gags that just constantly... You have said. But I just, you know, it was just one of those days. I thought I didn't have an opportunity. But um, he's great fun in it as well. Absolutely great fun. He plays a mechanical uh, man. Uh, it, oh, it's just... It's brilliant. But yes, honestly, Time War 2, get on it. If you like the first one you'll love the second one and if you've not heard the first one then this is a good opportunity to go back and listen to it
1: yeah 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 yes yeah. here's the here's
0: the, here's the flipping trailer oh, yes rather
1: coming soon from big finish productions doctor who the eighth doctor the time war volume two so i look at these thick glass walls the
4: jungle out there the creatures that roam through it the layer after layer of things to keep me confined, and I wonder... I must have been the most evil man in the universe.
8: They've taken away my past, my future, my whole life! It's all gone!
4: Why do you think you were sent to Scarrow
5: to prevent their creation? If you'd carried out your mission, the Time War would have been averted. Instead, every death that has resulted is the result of your cowardice!
2: What are you doing here? Blowing up this entire submarine and everyone on it.
6: (laughs) A little old lady. Sweetness in Twinset and Pearls. Don't be fooled, Bliss. She's one of the most dangerous villains in the universe. You
9: are to be exterminated!
8: Uh, Look, if we're about to totally explode, I'm not sure swimming's gonna help.
6: This
1: will be just the start. The first of hundreds of worlds, thousands.
8: You're a near immortal renegade from beyond the stars. Far be it from me to take you off, but your war is over.
1: Big finish. We love stories. As you know, uh, we're featuring a great behind the scenes thingy All about the upcoming monthly adventures release hour of the Cybermen starring Colin Baker and David Banks and here's a tantalizing clip from the early stages of that story
7: this was the assembly area the satellites were
10: manufactured in this building all 230 of them four months ago you couldn't move in here for technicians engineers and satellite parts 230 that many Cerberus's coverage
7: has to be extensive still it seems extravagant for the purpose Tell me, these astronauts of yours, they're unit troops? Soldiers and engineers. Their main role has been to deploy and
10: maintain the satellites. In fact, a group of them just returned. Lieutenant Hopkins is giving them their medical checks.
7: Daniel Hopkins? Oh, it'll be good to see him again. How is he?
10: He's fine. Now. Now? He suffered a tragedy about five years ago. Lost his wife and family in a house fire.
7: Oh, how terrible.
10: He went to pieces for a bit, as you might imagine. Poor Daniel. As I say, he's all right now. Soldiering on. He's throwing himself
0: into his work. He's through here. After you. Thank you. As some of you may have noticed, Lady Christina has swapped in the schedules with River Song. Uh, She'll be out in August now, starring Michelle Ryan and Warren Brown, so... It's only, you know, it's what we do Here's a trailer Sort of a trailer A bunch of clips, isn't it, really, put together and Excite the listener, really, I suppose Sort of yeah, that's, trailer Sort right right. of one of those you know, big, uh, Sort yeah. of, you know Coming
1: soon from Big Finish Productions <laughs> Lady Christina, Series 1
8: You know, I used to be like you Skeptical, full of doubt Then I met a man a very special man he showed me a whole new world
7: this is madness we're trapped with a mad woman
6: with a gun and that
8: you were saying
6: is that is that a bus
8: looks like it yes
6: you don't know who you're dealing with
8: i know exactly
10: who i'm dealing with if you don't want to mess with them it's incredibly
8: dangerous oh darling that's the only reason i'm interested in messing with them
10: who the places are you
9: Lady Christina de Souza.
8: Cheers. Cheers. This is Sylvia Noble. Sylvia.
2: Yes. You're both so beautiful.
8: What is your secret? It's amber, rare beetle extract, rubbed into the skin. Kills. Simply kills lines.
2: All right, gentlemen. Honor among thieves and all that.
8: Would whichever one of you has that poor fellow's wallet kindly hand it over? It would save an awful lot of unpleasantness. What about you then? Surely you're not going to hit a lady. Ah! How disappointing. I thought
2: you'd get a better class of criminal on the Riviera. Something very strange is happening. What is it, Eileen? It's my husband. Go on? He's not right. Who are you
4: people? <laughs> We're not, people.
1: Not even close.
4: (laughs) We're something else entirely.
1: Big Finish. We love stories. And finally, the latest in our series of Big Finish Originals, beautifully crafted by writer and star Nigel Planer, along with director Barnaby Edwards, is a fantastic tale of a boy who can travel at will through time. Eccentric, crazy, exciting, truly wonderful. Here's a
3: taster... It was like all the air in the tin had been trapped in there for a hundred years and now it was let out. And there were a couple of old photos in there. One of a tall woman with long hair who I thought I recognised and the other of what looked like this room. Our basement. With a whole load of old ladies wearing strange robes, sitting in a circle round a big table.
2: there? Are you there? I see him. Speak to us. I see him too. He is here.
10: What, what just happened? What is your name, O oh spirit? Um, I'm Jeremiah Bourne.
0: Oh, and here's a little tease. I'll say no more. Say no more.
4: I have a call. I'm sorry. I have a call. Everyone loves
1: fairy tales, and that's the end of the Ruddy News.
0: Oh, well, love you know. what? I love the news, and when it comes to an mm. end, it makes it makes me quite sad. Actually, it gets you, you right know, there, doesn't it? It does. It gets me right, right. You know, here. You know, in the you, knee. In in the knee. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Right in my left knee, it gets me. But oh, you know, the beauty of the news is it will be back next week. It's a bit like a boomerang. You know, you, yeah, you yeah. throw it away. am here, here. I am. Here it goes, and you, you won't see it for a while. Oh my God! Oh dear! Bloody hell! I've just been watch...
1: kneecapped by the news.
0: <laughs> been been kneecapped by the news. Uh, That's but yes, why it so... hurt
1: gets you right there. You see,
0: because it, it, it kneecaps you li- literally and, and figuratively. So. Um, <laughs> So yeah, uh, the boomerang is gone It's been cast off into the distance And it'll be back next week How exciting
1: Coming up very soon Our behind the scenes investigation Of Hour of the Cybermen Featuring Colin Baker, David Banks And director Jamie Anderson And I dare say some other people uh, Together with some tantalising studio clips right. but now yeah i know it's very tantalizing now it's time for uh, <laughs>
5: listeners emails da da da
0: i love an email it's it's just i don't even need it it's one of those things i say it so often uh i i always say this bit you guys know one i love emails and they're brilliant it's a great chance for me to talk to you for you to talk to me or for you to to send unpleasant bills in this direction in which we'll just be like what why are you sending us your gas and electric this is the big we Finnish do get a podcast. lot of
1: spam to podcasts at bigfinish.com
0: oh, well you know it's funny isn't it you know People, people love sending spam to us. Uh, I'm, I don't like it. You know, I'm not fond of spam fritters. Do you like a spam fritter? I haven't had one since school. Actually, oh, I wouldn't recommend that you 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 try and spam, 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 spam. Lovely spam. Yes, and if you want spam,
9: spam, spam,
0: spam, Lovely spam,
9: bite your next spam, 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 supper spam, a spam with extra
1: I knew, spam. I knew I'd start him off.
0: You were uh, sorry. <laughs> He's a I'll very naughty boy. Um, yes, yeah, so if you want to email us uh, anything at all, um, within reason, obviously, uh, you can send it to podcast at bigfinish.com. That's p to the oddcast at bigfinish.com. Uh, exciting stuff. <laughs> Peter so to f- the
1: oddcast. <laughs> have,
0: have to shake it up, don't you? So, first up, then, uh, uh, we've got the first one here. Whilst entering our competition, uh, Debbie Markey says. Dear Nick and Benji, just to let you know that I'm enjoying the podcast, though I do sometimes get a little bit behind in my listening, uh, the answer Mm. to the competition in question uh, is, uh, in what... um Oh, the question rather is: uh, In what adventure does fourth doctor tell Lena? Uh, Lena, who's Lena? In what uh, adventure does the fourth oh, she's doctor? She's next door. T- she
1: does the washing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, Lena. Oh, Le- lovely lady. Um, in what adventure does the fourth doctor tell Leela about Jamie? Uh, the answer is. Well, we can't we can't give that you know can't give that Not one away that, can we no no, no, yeah, no. It's, well, that's later it's just later on you know but uh, we do go on in this one it says um, by the way um, are you going to mention the fact that the release date for uh, the Lady Christina box set has moved from September to August whilst the next River Song box set with Tom Baker uh, has moved from August to September uh, I hope you keep up the good work and I look forward to listening to Sunday's podcast kind regards Debbie Markey
1: well as you can see debbie or here rather i should say i i did mention that earlier but since we've read out your email we've mentioned it again just one of those little productiony things with you know uh howard carter being inundated with (laughs) post-production and uh uh, things slipping in the schedules but anyway something uh, lady christina looked like it was going to be ready earlier so they did a what is technically known as a swap (laughs) <laughs> anyway, this short one from Daniel, Daniel uh, Hey, N&B. Uh, soon we get River and Fourth Doctor. Well, not as soon as you thought. Uh, followed by River and the Masters. But can you find a way to give us River and Doctor 1-3 to three and a River and Benny box set too? Well, I can't really... Oh, Daniel, by the way. That's what he says at the end in, in block capitals. Daniel! Buck up! Um, Briggs, I I can't say that we can absolutely give you exactly what you're asking for, but there's something in the works that will probably, yeah, satisfy you almost at 99.9%. <laughs> it's
0: pretty good, you know, satisfaction rate, isn't it? 99.9. Yeah, that's mm.
1: my opinion.
0: Well... <laughs> uh, that's Nick's opinion. There we have it. So we've got another No, I've one.
1: given you a... Yeah, I've given you a Norwegian name to read out. Sorry about that.
0: No, I, I love a Norwegian no offense name. No offence
1: to Norway, obviously.
0: I love Norway. really want to visit there. Um it says, here, here's one from Christopher Ludwig Fossestel, Roxland, um, which... Um, Happy to say, I read out in one go. Yeah,
1: um, I think it's probably Rukslund, but I couldn't do the little the dash through the be, O. Oh yeah, R- okay. To, I don't know though. Yeah, so apologies to all Norwegian yeah, listeners.
0: Apologies to that one. Uh, to
1: our English ignorance.
0: Yeah. What are we like? Uh, Dear Nick and Benji, I don't know if you remember me. I wrote in a while ago to comment on one of your Sherlock Holmes releases. Since then, I've enjoyed lots of Big Finish releases. I'm happy to say uh, I've in particular enjoyed listening to Ravenous, a great Mm -hmm. series in my opinion. But let's skip the pleasantries, uh, if that's how it's spelt. Smiley face. I think it is spelt like that. Yeah, I believe so. Well, there's no... uh, yeah there's there's a blue line under it but that's just because there's no space between the bracket and the S at the end, and now (laughs) it is fine. Um, I was listening to the latest podcast last night and found myself caught by the email about downloading stuff illegally. Uh, I'm one of the people who found you on pirate sites and then became a loyal customer. When listening uh, to your opinion about downloading stuff, I had an idea. You're promoting the Big Finish app, and my idea was, why not make the digitally released products available on the app? First, then later, uh, later on, making them available as download in the customer's account. I know about CDs being ripped and distributed the pirate way, of course. But uh, the ones of us eagerly—if uh, that's how the word is spelt—again, it's uh, the Y separated from the bracket there, and you'll find that the blue line disappears. Um, <laughs> uh, The ones of us eagerly uh, awaits the next chapter uh, in the saga. Um, We'll definitely turn to the app to get it sooner rather than later. Uh, We must not forget uh, that we're living in a world where people want things fast. So making it available in the app exclusively would, I think, make pirating less fun. Uh, So, uh, in short, my idea is this. Something gets released on the app uh, exclusively one week later... Uh, the CDs, the CDs shipped together with the download being unlocked in the customer's account there are lots of arguments back and forth why and why not you'll probably have talked about that already but nothing will change unless one is willing to try new things I hope this email was understandable I might have thrown in my Norwegian um, grammar uh, and way of saying things so sorry for that one uh, keep up the good work uh, looking forward to spending the summer with your stories Uh, sent from ePost for Windows 10. Oh, really? Um,
1: Well, Christopher, your English is uh, much better than my Norwegian, which is non-existent, so no worries there, mate. Uh, Thanks for writing it. It's a really interesting idea, but uh, we can't do what you suggest because the app is a listening app and things can't be purchased through it, It's only you can only listen to things that you've already purchased via the site. And that's because uh, we can't if we were to try to sell things through the app, Apple uh, and presumably the Android people, but certainly Apple would charge us an awful lot of money for that because they don't want audio to be made exc- uh, um, available to purchase through apps that are not theirs and not through iTunes that's just the way you know they protect their business model uh so you know we avoid that by making it an app where you can just access you use it as a conduit to the things you've already bought elsewhere so we couldn't release it on the app first but there are possibilities there having said that that we've been talking about recently so it's a good thought and and as i've said before this whole thing about piracy yeah what often happens i wish it would happen more often um is that people you know have a troll around uh little illegal sites listen to things and think oh no i like that i want to give these people my support and i realize it can work like that but we know mostly from observing it that uh it seems that the uh, the people pirating it are absolutely dedicated to their sort of alternative reality way of thinking about things. Like, you know, it's my right to have it, even though I'm meant to pay for it. But well, I think as well, you, you, um,
0: you raise an interesting point as well about um, exclusivity. So, for example, debuting something on the app um, before anything else. So I think it's kind of, again... Uh, it's kind of swings and roundabouts with that one because I don't I don't think that would necessarily stop people from ripping it and doing whatever they've got to do because the thing is people people will always find a way first and foremost and also um, I think to some extent people like the glory of. Um, of being the first person to do something the first person to upload or rip something to be to, to satisfy whatever audience they have you know to say I've uploaded this one first I've, I've I've spread this news first I've so I think you whatever happens there will always be people that will find a way of doing things uh, and and secondly as well um I think it's hard with with people often don't like it when you sort of say this is only available this way uh uh, you know, it, it it's a fine line, I think, between inconveniencing regular listeners as well. I don't know. I mean, that's just my thing. So yeah, yeah it is, on the it's a, is, a really
1: it's it, a really difficult thing, too. And but as I've said, Benji, functionality wise, it is not possible. Yeah. So there we go. You know, but, um, but you so. were,
0: we are going to be releasing all releases on cassette tape now, aren't we? Instead, um, a cassette tape exclusive, <laughs> A quarter-inch tape, quarter-inch yeah. tape. Yeah, and we're going to make it really difficult for people. We're going to we're going to we're going to broadcast it in Morse code. Um, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> And they have to decipher it all. It, so them you're
1: listening it. to a big finished production.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good four four that hours be quite worth boring. of that. You know, four, <laughs> yeah, as a box yeah. set. Yes. You know. <laughs> suddenly they're going. Oh, I love that bit where the doctor says, uh, da, 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 da. "Hold on, um, no, you know, you've interpreted that one wrong. It wasn't dot dot <laughs> dot dash dash. It was dot dash dot dot dash. You fool." We'd have to, you old fool.
1: We would, we would have to get all the actors to do their own uh, Morse coding, you know. Because <laughs> in the old days, where the people who who operated um, these things and received messages, they could tell who was sending the message. They could, they could hear their hand because different people had different ways of doing Morse code. You know that the, an, really? an operator would always say, "Oh, that's so and so. I can, I can."
7: You can tell can by their... his
1: hand. Yeah, by the way they do it. By the way, the signal comes through because they've got so intimately. Im- it's incredible that. That isn't is it?
0: amazing, isn't it, actually?
1: Um, oh, by the way, here's, here's a quickie extra uh, email from uh, Trevor Wells. He says Dear Nick, thank you for my CD box set prize of unit cyber reality. That was a while ago, wasn't it? It was my birthday on the 3rd of June. Derek Jacobi's master is great. I've lost count of the number of master incarnations, big Finish have done. I don't think the second doctor has met one yet? Question mark. Cheers, Trevor. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? We have, have we done the master with,
0: don't with believe, the I don't believe that's happened yet.
1: Anyway, which brings us, since Trevor was writing in to thank us for his competition prize, brings us neatly to competitions
0: old and new. Right, so let's wrap up our current competition. The prize, uh, The Second Doctor Companion Chronicles Volume 2. The question, Leela and Jamie meet in this time-bending release. But when, in a Big Finish audio drama, did Leela and the Doctor talk about Jamie? The subject line Leela and Jamie. The closing date Friday, the 6th of July 2018. And the winner is Mark Fippen of
1: Hedge end near Southampton, who says the Big Finish story in which Leela and the Doctor talk about Jamie is The Fate of Krelos and then again in Return to Telos. So,
0: huge congratulations, that goes into your digital account and will be sent to you as a CD. And so then, on to our new competition, the prize, Callan Volume 1. The question, yes, the question. Edward Woodward played the role of Callan in the original TV series. What American TV crime series did he star in? The subject line, A Man Alone... Uh, the closing date's Friday the 20th of July in the space year 2018. Please email your
1: answer along with your postal address to podcast at bigfinish.com.
0: And that's the end of the competition for this week. One to conclude and one to, to begin again. The cycle continues. And the end of the emails. Any last words on that, Benji? Well, uh, I mean... What a smashing <laughs> bunch of emails. You know, I could Smashing, I could, smashing old boy. Um, every one of them a blinder. So please do keep them coming in because it's great fun. And, you know, I love hearing from them. Mm. And in the meantime, um, I'll end the emails because it's only rightfully we do with the ceremonial email bell.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: There you have it. Coming up very
1: soon, the Randomoid Selectatron. What will Ran randomly select this month from the Big Finish Archive? Socks, a cup of tea, or maybe, just maybe, one of our really great audio dramas? Find out soon. In the meantime, Hour of the Cybermen. Behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mmm.
3: I am Jamie Anderson and I'm the director of Hour of the Cybermen. I love 80s Cybermen. I really do. The 80s Cybermen were my first experience of Cybermen as a kid, watching The Five Doctors, and I've now discovered it's David Banks doing my favourite cyber death ever of the vomiting, milk-spitting Cyberman, which I was always so struck by when it was killed by the Raston warrior robot. So that was very exciting. And also I worked quite a lot on other projects with Richard Gregory who was the designer of the 80s Cybermen so I feel really connected to them so the fact that I got to do one was really really exciting so I was very happy grinning ear to ear like a proper fool
9: Your flesh is weak Your reliance on water is a vulnerability Come to the Cybermen Relinquish the flesh You will become strong and you will become like us. You have
3: one hour. To have authentic 80s Cybermen voices with the original actors, David Banks and Mark Hardy, was the icing on the cyber cake.
7: I'm Colin Baker. I portray the Sixth Doctor, and I did so in Hour of the Cybermen, or The Hour of the Cybermen. That's who I am. I'm Colin Baker.
9: You failed, mm. Doctor. As I said you would, the satellites remain fully operational. Oh,
7: I had to try, I suppose. (coughs) Yep, Cybermen. My first interaction with Cybermen for many a long year. Arguably, one of my better stories when I was playing the part on television was Attack of the Cybermen, of which I have very fond memories. And therefore being reunited with the great David Banks expert cyberman written a book about it what he doesn't know about the cybermen is not worth knowing I'd have thought
11: I am Blake Harrison and I'm playing Daniel Hopkins don't you realise yet I have nothing to fear from the cybermen excellent now we meet Daniel five years later he's uh, much more proficient but also he has unfortunately had a, a huge family tragedy And it's made him far more cynical and uh, less keen to be around particularly the Doctor.
3: Some of the characters in this story come across from the previous story, The Heliacs Rift, so Russ Bain and Blake Harrison. I did read the first couple of scripts and so I did know
11: that he was going to this place before doing episode one but I thought it was very important to keep him very likable and kind of a, a slightly fun figure i i hope in in the fact that he has such little experience in comparison with the doctor and uh and is kind of in awe of the doctor a lot and and he really is fascinated by him and and there's a lot of respect and admiration for the doctor in the first encounter.
3: And then I've worked with Wayne Forrester before. He used to work with my late father, lots and lots, and I've done quite a few stories with him. And Wayne's very versatile and good fun to work with, which is the ideal combination for a big finish, I think. I'm Wayne Forrester, and I've played Atris,
11: and I've played Parker, and Captain Weaver. The Cybermen have more of these shafts. I can't believe it. We have to. Too late! They're coming! Out of sight! <laughs> Up until only about a, a year ago, I think it was only about a year ago that I've started doing these. I mean, it's great, I really enjoy it, we always have, always have a great time, you know, and it's lovely to be working with Colin again, he's such a great guy, and he's so,
3: got so much energy,
11: you know, so we have to keep up with him. He played uh, Dear actress,
7: and he also played Captain Weaver, who takes over when... Uh... Let's get out of here, Captain. What's happening? There's a spaceship underneath us, apparently. A spaceship? Captain
11: Weaver, can you stop boggling and listen? One thing about both of the doctors I've worked with, they've, they've both got terrific stories to tell, you know, when we're having a break. And, you know, it's a, it's a real kind of family atmosphere in, in the green room. And, uh, you, know, I, you know, I'm always, you know, made very welcome. And I think, every, I think, you know, all the kind of new guests that come on the show are made very welcome. And it's just a very relaxed way of working,
4: Everybody has a good time, it's true. I'm David Banks. Now, what am I playing? <laughs> I'm actually playing the cyber leader after 30 years. And my name's Mark Hardy, and I'm repeating this role called the cyber lieutenant, and I've been here for uh, doing it for quite a few years now. Come on, then, the middle of page 41, and cue.
3: Come
9: on, then! No, stop this! Don't shoot! Fetch him! Yes,
6: leader! <laughs>
4: It was very nice in looking at the script. I suddenly saw, yes, this very familiar line, Yes, leader, which <laughs> seems to come quite a few times in this script and in the old scripts as well. It was yeah, well, it's logical. A, a isn't it was a definite sidekick, yes.
7: I always think of the the Daleks and the Cybermen as the two core enemies of the Doctor. I know that Peter Davison, his favourite to the Cybermen, I kind of rank them with the Daleks, really, because it works on the basis of the emotionless. Destroyer—they're programmed to do what they do, and they do it. It's the lack of emotion that's the always the frightening thing with the villains like that. As opposed to uh, the Master and people like that who have emotions. They're arguably psychotic, but they—they do have emotions. Whereas the Cybermen are emotion-free, but they're a very potent enemy.
4: We did it. Eighty-one came out. Eighty-two Earthshock, and then Five Doctors. We filmed it in 83, February, and it came out later in that year, September. What's interesting, though, doing it for sounds, just for for radio, for for recording, it's nice because you could actually just concentrate on the story, whereas before I found in the studio, when you were acting it, it's not the most subtle kind of acting. You turn in very large gestures the turning and bowing and the moving well, of the head but yes. this was because nobody could tell the difference nobody could tell who was speaking yes it was easier in sure. earth shock it worked in earth shock but as the transparent jaw became less transparent yes T used to say oh i i don't know i can't see who's <laughs> who's talking would you please move your head when you talk yes, <laughs> <laughs> so yes. something out of uh, Four Feather Falls. Or yes, and <laughs> stingray. And the other thing I remember that so when you were sort of next to me, I wasn't quite sure what you were up to, and I could turn my head inside the helmet and look out of my theoretically ear yeah. to check what was happening.
5: Yeah,
6: leader, there is an alarm in one of the lower cyber vaults. Analysis: the cyber pods have been attacked. They are activating in
9: response to the threat. Intruders. We shall go there at once. Yes,
1: leader. When I asked David Banks to come back and do a cyber voice He was so painfully modest So I'm so glad this happened You were there weren't you You didn't I hear it there. but you saw it going on I asked him and he was saying But Nick you do the Cybermen now I said yeah but
0: you can come back Anyway, it's so, so glad it's it happened. so good. I'm glad it happened as well if only
1: to make Jamie Anderson happy.
0: <laughs> well, I, th- I think it's been one of those sort of things for years, isn't it? That people have sort of thought, oh, you know, 80s side men, big finish. Surely it's going to happen sooner or later. And so it's nice, and it's nice as well to see that he's enthusiastic to do it as well. Oh, definitely. Yes. Excellent. Excellent.
1: Excellent.
0: Um, I know as well. Uh, you know, there's a lot of hard work going into that release, especially in the post-production. Um, Steve uh, is doing uh, a lot of um, going really bare bones with the, the synthesizers. He's bought loads of hardware, like real '80s sort of equipment, and is doing it properly. He's really going for it, uh, and it's just yeah, wow. a joy, a joy. Uh, but of course, talking of joys, um, mm. it's a joy every week to do the randomoid Selectotron, So it oh, is yeah, now yeah, time yeah. to key. That epic music I have to say the waveform there uh, Looked really good Kind of. Kind of <laughs> zoom. Um, so yes uh, this week's release so what Is we got? 608 Damascus
1: Damascus A short
0: trip uh, the Doctor story Damascus
1: Damascus Yeah quite This is a marvellous story Just gets better with each revisit And fits into the short trip Stable perfectly Says Mass Movement Magazine Um, It's written by Jonathan Barnes Directed by Lisa Bowman Who directs a lot of the short trips And uh, obviously produced and script edited by Ian Atkins And has Tim Trelaw, Who plays the third doctor for us Reading this
0: And he's very good Um, as well He's a very good third doctor
1: Let's have a, a a little sneaky listen to a bit of this. Big Finish presents Doctor Who Short Trips Damascus.
5: But what are they doing with this ship? Well, that's just it, sir. What do you mean? They seem altogether most reluctant to act. They insist that it's posed no threat so far. The headman's wary, I think, of seeming trigger-happy after what happened at Wendley Moor. "'And this doctor of theirs, eh? "'The one we hear so much about. "'He who complained so bitterly last year. "'About the project. "'What of him?' "'Ah, now, Prime Minister, "'he's rather the main sticking point.' "'Explain.' "'It would seem that the doctor "'is refusing to do anything whatever. "'According to my chief point of contact at unit, "'his precise words were "'Tell them to look after themselves from now on.' "'He refuses to help?' Even to advise us? That's correct, Prime Minister. Has he ever displayed such behaviour in the past? He has been known to be somewhat erratic on occasion. R- nonetheless, all the same, damn it, he has to help. He's the world expert. I took a long, deep, meditative breath before I declared, Right, very well. I've made my decision, sir. We're going to see him, the doctor prime minister fetch me my toast i said pour me my tea and get the limousine ready you and me mr sinclair we're going on a journey to unit hq
1: big finish we love stories so i know virtually nothing about this i remember listening to it at the time though and really enjoying it um it's yeah and and jonathan barnes is one of not just one of my favorite writers but one of my favorite human beings actually he he may blush to hear that. Um, he he's a very different kind of person to me. He's um, he's quite shy and retiring. He's massively clever and really really interesting. And I love the way he. Uh, one of my favourite moments with Jonathan Barnes is when I was writing that Doctor Who novel, The Dalek Generation. And of course, he writes proper literary novels, and uh, which take him a long time to do. And uh, I, I had completely formulated what I was doing with the Dalek generation, uh, but I had to finish it by New Year's Day. And I saw him just before Christmas, and I said, well, "I've got to finish that novel off." And he said, um, "How much of it have you written?" Just as I was saying goodbye to him, and uh, I love the way when I say goodbye, I raise my hand there. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. That's my goodbye wave. Uh, and. Um, he, we we're in Greenwich, actually. Not that that's relevant to anything. Just a little bit of uh, colourful background for you there. And uh, when I told him how much I had done of the novel and how much I would have to complete over the Christmas holiday, he he made all the blood run out of my face because all the blood ran out of his face. He just looked at me and kind of, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I thought I said, "Don't make me feel it's impossible." I thought it was perfectly possible, and he's just like, right you're going to do that in two weeks then <laughs> yes oh dear I t- it was very difficult to get that look of horror on his face out of my mind while i was trying to write the rest of the novel i know a, he didn't a, mean
0: to just looking at a blank sort of word document and just seeing yeah. that face staring back at you and you think oh no have i bitten off more than i can chew i mean luckily
1: i have other quotes in mind where i remember colin baker said to me i imagine the um the blank page holds no terror for you, Nick. And, and, and I That's had to say to Colin, no, it, do, it doesn't, actually. You know, I can, uh, I, I'm hardly ever stumped. That's I mean, so some jolly. people may wish that I was, but uh, but, but I, I am hardly ever, it seems. Which is lovely. It's lovely to be able to do this job. I'm very happy. Anyway, there you are, Damascus. A very interesting short trips, highly recommended by us and ran
0: definitely and and up there for a rather tasty price if you do oh, like uh, to take a look there um well well worth it um can you get it as part of a bundle i wonder you probably can for that series can't you You can yes you can get it part of the short trips volume six uh bundle there for quite again quite an exciting uh, selection now uh, so yeah cheers ran Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Doing the job uh, wonderfully, as always. And we'll be seeing you next week. Take a sip of my water there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. And so as the podcast grumbles like a last meal in the stomach of some vast star beast before it decides to devour the entire planet, lunch uh, <laughs> just time for us to con- uh, to concoct a trailer in a random style that's right we're, we're awfully good at this aren't we what what's the random style we're going to choose i don't know well you know like maybe uh,
1: a horror movie or
0: uh... oh so we could, yeah. yeah we could we could we could do a, a horror film.
1: movie yeah available now for big finish productions a podcast released on the 8th of july in the year 2018 i can't i can't keep this (laughs) up
0: no we we have to
1: keep this up now we're good it's okay. got the head of a fly and the body of a man.
0: Okay, now I'm going to be that sort of you know you know when you have the, the character who's, who's like he's obviously going to be like the sort of victim in all this, and he goes, "Yeah." The latest releases, Callen for Volume One, The Siege of Big Ben, G- Goodbye Piccadilly. Probably played by <laughs> Peter Cushing, I expect. Yes. Goodbye
1: and, Piccadilly. Uh, I, I, what sort of character could I be?
0: You've got to be the one that's like You know the one that always says You're going to stay in this house for today
1: oh. You know the one oh, that sort I of see. briefs
0: Do you know the one I mean? <laughs> <then>?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know the one you mean, yeah
0: Preposterous
1: And the news is class The Doctor Who TV spin-off Out this month There's a trailer And the Time War 2 It's also out this month There's a trailer of that And Out oh, of the Cybermen I'm getting the pattern now It's also out this month There's a There's a trailer of that as well also, Jeremiah born in time. A big Finnish original. Yes, lovely,
0: lovely. Then we have that bit as well where, you know, I'm just, I'm literally just thinking of sort of uh, Frankenstein sort of vibes of this one. Gets off the train and there's a, a bloke, some sort of manservant there with the carriage, you know, and he's there going, Oh, yeah, uh, and the guest star for this one, sir, is uh, our cyberman behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that sounded like an intoxicated Parker from Thunderbirds. Yeah, it, it did rather, didn't it? it and did. then I think the mad person revealed behind it all.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Drama tease! <Floyd>, one machines
0: <laughs>
1: Coming soon for big finish Productions.
0: The birds have got to fly away at the end, you know, when the okay, lightning yeah. strikes and they go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, very nice. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Magic. You'll never come out alive. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it was quite fun, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, well for us. Well, you know, you, you, can't, you can't say we don't shake up the format,
1: you know, occasionally. You can't say that. You literally can't. You can't. Say that. I can't. Yeah. I tried to say it, but I find uh, I can't no, make can't. it come you out can't. of my mouth.
0: Words just 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 sort of stay stuck down the down the old uh, throat, don't they? <laughs> the old Clive float. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: the trailer that never ends, but doesn't deliver. Uh, by the way, have you listened to Star Trek Prometheus yet? Mm, yeah, we just snuck that one out, didn't we? Vroom! There it was. Whoosh! Bit of Star Trek for you. Mm. Anyway, here's Torchwood One Machines, starring Tracy ann Oberman, and Vote.
2: Century threats need 21st century solutions. Law and order was my priority when I became mayor. So I put our top boffins on the case to make London safer. You fewer staff and falling budgets. Criminals and terrorists do not. At Torchwood, we can leapfrog the problem, taking you one step ahead. Now we're all excited to see our Robo-Police in action. 90 units on 90 street corners in 90 troubled neighbourhoods. Just like this one. Ready to link up and go live across London when I press the button. An ergonomic, mechanical solution. Everything from simple caution to arrest mode. Future-proof. They'll adapt to whatever's thrown their way. Well, this looks lovely, Yvonne, darling. Absolutely lovely. What, what will it cost, it cost Fiona, you Fiona? You ask. You know me. I, I promise, promise to, balance to balance the book. book. So, Look, not, not a, a penny, penny on, on your, your cancel tax, tax and you, you sleep safer safe in your beds. Bed. machines building machines you work miracles on the costings (laughs) research was done years ago we own the chipsets the processors if not the machines themselves the original concept was rather too retro we've gone sleeker
10: sexier yes the history is fascinating actually no ianto is not
9: ready
2: <laughs> Isn't he gorgeous? Do take photos. They'll, they'll become a very, a very familiar sight. Like the old police, police boxes. Ienta he can run through the specifications.
10: Anti attack beam disables handheld weapons. There's a range of options to deal with offenders. Well, the arm is a multifunction.
2: <laughs> I'll leave the signs to you thinking marketing. I'm thinking licensing. Little plastic replicas for the tourists. Oh. That hadn't really occurred. Visible policing. Even better than feet on the ground. Cheaper in the long run. No overtime, no holidays. We could cut numbers. All up to you. I simply offer resources. My approvals will be through the roof. You really won't take any credit, Yvonne. Not the Torchwood way. We're honoured to serve, Mrs. Mayor. Oh. the beat, community support, and CCTV rolled into one, I give you the law machines going live in 10, 9! Happy Mrs. Miller. Ecstatic. One teensy question, Yvonne, darling.
6: They are
2: completely safe. I assure you, fear
6: nothing can go wrong. <laughs>
9: Resist. Do not resist. Yvonne! Mayor McAndrew! Over here! <laughs> Get away! Run for your
6: lives! i love you! No! No, take No, dead I'm dead. Dead. I'm no. no, please! No! It wasn't right! Come on! Terminal response.
9: <laughs> Get
2: inside! What about Keith? No! He's not coming we the last. To, what the hell's gone wrong?
10: not
7: it
9: Arms, stay away from the machines. Stand down. I order, order you to stand down. We have authority. Resistance is unlawful. Armed officers, fire! Sarge, our guns aren't working. Weapons disarmed. We can't stop them. Protect the public! Hold the line! Unlawful action
6: confirmed. Terminal response.
10: I can see all the way
2: to Old Street from here. What's the situation? Bad. I'm going to need a little more than that.
10: Really bad? The law machines are out of control. I mean, they're under someone's control. Just not ours.
2: But, Yvonne, darling, those people were blaming me, but I was assured nothing could go wrong. And I'm assuring you now this is a temporary hiccup. Yeah, no, I'm sure it can't be helped, but it's very upsetting if some hiccup has killed my driver.
10: Actually, I'm not sure he's dead. Oh, no, he's
2: dead. anto get away from that window.
10: There are four of them now. <laughs> They saw us. Whoa! All right, maybe they saw us. Uh, teensy query,
2: sweetheart. Why did you give them flame throwers? And why are they coming after us at all? Has this happened anywhere else? I'm contacting my people. Torchwood has experience in dealing with exactly these situations. You mean you've accidentally blown up London before? These kinds of situations, Ianto. See what you can do with that remote controller of yours. Right. Yeah. Could be something. Thomas, speak to me. Why can't I reach operations in the tower?
9: Because we're all on the bloody chase. Excuse me, bud. Hey, what are you doing, you soft sod? Long range on the roof, short range on the dockside. <laughs> right. We're in Wapping, and we're blowing him up. Wapping? What about Torchwood One? Use the master switch to shut them down. Yeah, try that. Didn't work. Sorry, what? The main cutoff at Torchwood didn't work. Police are evacuating civilians, but it's a bloody mess. There's losing in Oxford Street. I'm trying to reach Lawrence, Platinum Security Team. You won't. Every weapon-trained agent is on the street Go Black. We got 90 robot tanks going local. Lawrence got taken out in
2: Hoxton. Oh, what Lawrence is dead? So, hold on, did you say all of them? Every law machine's gone rogue.
9: Anything that moves gets blasted. Cities in lockdown. We're getting orders from somewhere. You know.
2: Like a GPO tower. Tommy, they are not being be in control the Post Office Tower. Yeah, well, you know, last time... Times have changed. It runs satellite links and breakfast TV. The last omnipotent voice that Tower broadcast was Eamon Holmes. Oh, whatever, love. I'll just blow him up, shall I? Please do. Keep me updated, Thomas. Eanto, a word. The Master Control has failed. Where are the blueprints?
10: The first ones were on reel-to-reel. They got transferred onto a mainframe in the 1970s. Floppy disks in the 80s.
2: Uh, I, I don't want to worry you, but I think they're punning through. Yeah, there's, there's a door at the back. We'll get out that way. Oh, yes. Well, this must lead somewhere that isn't on fire. Give it time. Go through, Fiona, and we'll... Um... Oh, she has. Right, I'll block the door.
10: Any door, Anto. Get in there just in the short range emitter. instead of sending instructions we can jam them oh,
2: I'm so glad you did your homework i don't suppose your background reading suggest who's taken over our project it's a garage
10: i can see the room! no one knows what happened to the original circuit boards from the post office tower everything was backed up subroutines processing algorithms a lot wait what happened to the backups? When this project was greenlit, everything else in the Brett archive got junked. We just kept what we had on the servers. So there's nothing
2: left? Nothing that
10: could have interfered with the launch? Hello? Are
2: you two... We're right
10: behind you! Uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. No! All the drives, your computers, Dr. Singh scrapped everything! Good.
2: So the likelihood of a computer program from the 1960s somehow being resurrected to bite us on the behind is somewhat remote.
10: Absolutely. <sighs>
9: come on, take shelter. She's let us in, okay? Just get on the in. table.
2: Come in, come in, A- come in, anywhere, anywhere. They can't see us. Help oh, us. Yeah, come in. They're saying everyone should stay indoors.
6: Um, Disable protocols one nine two one eight
9: eight zero one two two six four.
6: Please, I'm doing it. Yes, yes, I understand. The machines are under our control. Soon, soon we will rise up and destroy them. You
2: wanted a mochaccino? Extra froth? Are you all right, sir?
6: Yes, just getting your Wi-Fi to connect.
2: Techno, is it? Sorry, what? People cope with stress in different ways, don't they? Uh,
6: experimental dance music, a new thing. I should, uh Right. I hear you. People are
9: looking. I I
6: type fast fast than than any human. And I got voice recognition and autocorrect. Now, these protocols are tricky, but I'm through.
9: There is one.
6: Come on. Is destroy all resistance. I obey the will of Sorry I should get that. <phone rings> Julian Delaware. Are you the kid blackmailing me? Yeah. Hard drive recovery. You want your pictures, you pay. You bastard. You won't get away with it. I'll call the police. Fine, call the police. I'm sure they'd be interested in your company accounts, which are also on the hard drive you threw away. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll pay. Good. Payment details are in the email. Uh, what was I doing? Uh, Yes, Votan, I am yours to command. Right, I think this could work. Clever
2: boy. There's a limousine out there, untouched. They're working out where we are. We need to move <laughs> so we're walking past flame throwers with a walkie-talkie <laughs> i'm sure you know what you're doing it'll
10: confuse them you see they all have receivers i know the range i can send a cancelling signal that's shh, shh, shh.
2: we don't need to know the how we only need to know the will it stop us dying
10: yes for a bit three minutes tops long enough
2: ready he ready Tinksy suggestion, Yvonne, darling. Might have been more sensible to stay in one place and wait for help to come to us. No, Mrs. Mayor. Could you get that shutter? Me? Oh. Now run!
9: Oh, oh. fuck it. <laughs> Sir, they've disabled our weapons. Right! They got the measure of these pop guns. Let's retool. Hey! Underside bag of grenades. Mr. Pierce! More of them! Oh, for fuck! Fa- Where did you lot come from? Back! back. Move back! Oh! Get away from the trucks! Mr. Pierce, the Arsenal! No! Oh, forget it! Nothing that'll touch them now! They've adapted! Pull back to the ducks! Oh, this is all that's left of us. Yes, sir. All right. This way. Destroy. Destroy.
8: everywhere.
10: Only works at short range. Very short
2: range. Oh, they're moving again. We're out of range. Get in the car. Uh,
10: sorry. Did you want me to drive? It's just, I, I've just passed the advanced course.
2: I've got this.
10: Please, can we just go? Oh, you, you, you got enough on that side before I can reach it, see? You? I mean, I'd be happy to swap if Pietro,
2: you... I I'll drive. You point the jammer. Hold tight, Mrs. Mayor. No! <laughs>
0: You've been listening to a big finish production. Don't forget to rate and review us. Cheers. Bye.